0: They're evil. they signs of evil. It's a
1: gamble. World famous. Yeah, that are hatch from a dead rooster. i buy that
2: for a dollar. Those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm the worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubble, baby, buddy, papa. Lazaro, what's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. The legendary Mark McKenna. Welcome to the show.
1: Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thanks, that's guys. The, that's the best we can do, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Round
3: table show. Hey, if you could draw anything...
1: I would love to talk She Hulk right here on PSN Radio. And welcome everybody to the World Epic Roundtable Show right here live on PSN Radio. That's right, the one, the only. And I want to welcome everybody who's listening in, plus those that are on the air with me right now. Mr. Johnny Alpha. Welcome to the show, sir.
3: Great to be here, man, and it's good to hear from you. Um, it's been a while. I think the last show was a real big hit. The people I know that talked to me and listened, they said that it um, was probably one of our best shows ever. So, like, I'm really happy to be moving this forward in
1: that direction. I concur. And uh, next to him, of course, on the panel, we have the one and the only Mr. Coldcuts, Jason Justice himself. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show.
0: Yeah, hey, how you doing, guys? I'm chilling, you know. Glad to be back on the air, live, through your stereo speakers. Yeah. I like that. Invading your personal space with
1: my voice. I like that sound. Yeah. Johnny Alpha's been a a heavy week or two uh, when it comes to geek and fandom news, and we have a lot to cater to the audience, and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, a lot of trailers, a lot of news uh, that we gotta go over. What's some of the stuff that we got here We're set up in the round table for the audience this week? Well we
3: got we got the controversy, the the story of the Uh, Pretty much the two weeks is um, the James Gunn situation has um, removal from Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvel properties. Uh, But we also have a lot of really fun Comic-Con stuff like the trailer for Glass, the trailer for Deadly Class, the trailer for Aquaman and Shazam. Um, Godzilla 2. It, it goes on, and like all of the trailers are cool. We're gonna like give our responses on those. We also have a um a fond farewell to somebody and a mad props coming up for one of Jackal's friends and a friend of the show. So um, those are kind of just a few of the things we have planned for tonight.
1: That is correct. And uh, first things first, I, I really wanted to uh, get on with uh, this. Major announcement by uh, Marvel and Disney, and uh, and it, it 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 you know it doesn't shock me that this comes out with a major director in Hollywood because you know we've seen now uh, you know a lot of the celebrities that are kind of like going down in flames uh, with the social justice uh, warrior movement that's been going on, the Me Too movement, and and uh, you know all this stuff that's happening. But James Gunn, he never they, hit it. <laughs> well. Uh, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, uh, has been fired, and, it will you know, it's, one it's shocking to some, not shocking to others, the comments didn't shock me, because I've seen some of these comments by him before, and I've always wondered, with Disney being such a conservative, uh, well, actually they're more liberal than anything else, but they, they, they kind of, like, try to play both fields, I think, And with the way they kind of play both fields, I was always shocked that he had a job with Disney.
3: Right. Especially with his trauma past, which is why I've never been surprised by the scenario. I mean, the man wrote Tromeo and Juliet. He wrote Terror Firmer. Those are probably the two most disturbing and go beyond normal trauma-bound films ever. I mean, like, so his comments that he made were mostly in context with um, questions about those two films in particular, too, which... Marvel should have known the films that this man had worked on previously. I mean, they even let him have Lloyd Kaufman from *Trauma* be in the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. They flew him to France so he could just be in one scene of the movie.
1: Now, the thing that's crazy here is, is of course, you know, <clears throat> you know, dirty jokes are, are one thing. Uh, I love comedy, I've been a fan of comedians my entire life, but to, you know, to look at some of the stuff that he has been accused of, posting on Twitter, uh, it's beyond dirty jokes, I mean, this stuff is uh, pedophile in nature, Um, I do agree with uh, there should be some kind of of investigation open up, uh, you know, to look into some of this stuff, it's just, it's not typical, normal behavior, to make these many tweets about having sex with little boys, doing things with little boys or little kids, it says, and supposedly he erased ten thousand tweets. I mean, this is uh, getting into the Hillary Clinton territory. So unless the Russians hacked his uh, Twitter, so I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea to look into uh, what he had posted to look into him as a person. Um, but here's the thing. This is an accusation. He has not been proven guilty of molesting anybody. He has not been uh, caught touching anybody or any little kids. Uh, nobody's come forward saying that he's molested them. Uh, this man is losing his livelihood. He, is, he lost a, a major job. And it was over tweets. That's now...
3: The
1: thing. Yeah. Now... now you know, not to cut you off, I'm going hey, to you say know, what you have to say about this in a second, Johnny, but to me, it's getting a little bit absurd that people are losing their jobs over tweets. But with that said, this is just not just tweets, as is pedophilia, so I kind of understand it in that sense. But, you know, where do we draw the line? And to me, I think this is the line, and I'm with it. What do you guys think? Johnny?
3: You you think that he should have been fired?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think so. I think it definitely should have been pulled from anything Disney related <clears throat> until um, they clarify the situation until his name is cleared. And by that I mean that there's an an actual investigation, and we find out if he is a pedophile or if these are just uh, very dark jokes. And if they are dark jokes, you know why is he? You know why? Why did he erase ten thousand tweets?
3: I erase my tweets all the time because I'll look at them and I'll be like, dude, I just posted something entirely fucking stupid. So yeah. if I've ever looked at it in that type of situation, they'll just see that I deleted tweets. They won't see that, like, I wrote something about me, um, being pissy about, like, a Marvel thing for a moment and typing a, a little tirade and then looking at it and being like, that's entirely petty and stupid and getting rid of it. It just looks like I'm hiding something when actually I just. I, I don't want to look like a dipshit, and anybody's entitled to the doing that. And um, like I said, this this guy was—he's known for making really. That's why I thought it was weird that Disney hired him too. Yeah. When I heard him of all people, like doing Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, the the and Juliet guy. Like, I I love Super, I like Slither, but, like, I mean, Slither was a pretty risque movie, you know what I mean? There's a lot of warped shit where he got to work into, like, a Hollywood film, and he even kind of did that away with his Guardians film. Those, Those are... Not kids' movies. I don't care what anybody tries to tell me. Starlard walks around flipping people off and calling, saying people got nut sack faces and stuff. That ain't kids. But I, I I understand that like what he said is wrong or whatever to the um to some people. But as a person like listens to like death metal and black metal and some of the shit that um my And sing about and talk about and even post about when they're in character makes what James Gunn said kind of just look like the jokes they were. So I I personally am not offended by this and this whole think of the kids thing. I'm not a kid. I don't have kids, so I really can care less (laughs) about thinking for them. I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I like James Gunn as a person. I think he's a wonderful person. I think he said some things that pissed off one side of a political argument and they went on a witch hunt to find anything they could to discredit him and they ended up finding something pretty good but the guy that unleashed it also has tweets of his own about how date rape is not a real thing
1: uh-huh people. no no continue. i'm sorry i was you but, uh-huh. but,
3: it, but it's true these, these things have all been dug up that like it's yep. not like he's been pointed out by a bastion of morality himself
1: well that goes with that goes with the old saying that when you point a finger at somebody make sure you look, you don't look at those three fingers pointing right back at you because that's typically what happens a lot of these guys uh that are being aired out now are being aired out by people that are as guilty as sin themselves of doing similar stuff uh so you know that doesn't shock me either that somebody else who may have been pointing this stuff out. Look, again, I wasn't shocked by uh, the fact that that they found these tweets. I've seen some of this stuff, you know, from uh, James Gunn. Uh, So I know his sense of humor is kind of dark and weird and and whatnot. Uh, But again, when you talk about pedophilia over and over and over and over again, and, uh, you know, you you do have that one guy who uh, was involved in the first movie who was, uh, you know, kind of shady, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on here where I think an investigation... It's proper at this point. Um, Jekyll, have you ever have
3: you ever heard of the band Misfits? They're very popular.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, band. of Te- course. Teenagers yes. love them. Yeah, yeah, um, I know. A I'm man nervous. named Glenn Danzig, yeah.
3: he wrote the songs that sang for him. There's uh, about four or five, six different songs of theirs where they talk about, like, inseminating little girls in the middle of wet dreams, I raped a baby today. And do you think that Glenn Danzig should be looked at as a pedophile because he wrote some angry punk rock songs that had very lewd lyrics that, Ch- children listen to him a long um, a lot, and for the longest time, Glenn Dazig himself was on Hollywood Records, which is a Disney label. Which I mean, like they, they kind of have a history of this type of stuff. Yep. But at the same time, it's like who cares? It's just it's just somebody acting rebellious being. Chosen. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, but, but, but
1: there's a big difference between rock and roll music, which always uh, you know caters to be edgy and just tweeting random things out and having conversations with other people that are possible pedophiles. Two different oh, things. That's true. I, Two different I that's true.
3: That's
1: So, true, I mean... You
3: go ahead and jump in here, Jason. But, by, the, by the way, by, by,
1: by, by the way, by the way, Jeffy Dahmer was considered to be a hell of a nice guy. Go ahead, uh, Jason. No. Jeffers. He, yeah, Look, my friend. this
0: is what happens, man. When the climate changes and somebody gets mad about something, they'll, the, everything changes. Like it doesn't matter what your sensibilities were before. When it changes, that's it. They just made the change and that's what it is now. And that doesn't fly. Like shit that I used to get away with in 1995, I can't do now. If, if some of the stuff that yep. we said as kids got out from back yeah. in the day, we we would have been kicked out of everywhere we would have been I mean but this is the thing you also got to understand if the climate change shut your damn mouth if the climate change don't be a jackass because they're going to get you
1: I mean the Me Too movement
0: yeah the Me Too movement is a real movement like people are really pissed about shit people are saying and people are doing and with right and with all right it's like back in the day taking somebody's identity wasn't illegal till it was a problem till someone just pretended to be whoever the hell they want they go wait a second we need to change this and the crooks were like wait man we used to do this all the time why can't we do this now because now people don't like it and that's just what it is and it's unfortunate for him and if he erased that many tweets um that's a problem
3: well, it's an allegation, too. It's not yeah. a common race. But it, be... it, it,
1: here's – I'm going to put the devil's advocate for a second. And while I agree with uh, everything you just said there, uh, Jason, um, I'm going to put the devil's advocate in one single form here. Um, doesn't this kind of neglect the freedom of speech?
3: Well, and the fact that um, Jason's whole point was the climate change – James Gunn made these tweets like a decade ago. Like they're that's from another, a long, that's thing, yeah. they're like a long ass time on Twitter. Like back when South Park was making jokes mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So um, I, I, like they're they're uncovering something that he did when he was being an edge lord, hot topic kid. Right. Basically.
1: So there's that. You know. So I mean, there's a lot we gotta look into before we can just throw the book at him. In. And and uh, you know and and. Convict them Basically Which is what's Happened here Well
0: yeah Well we convict We convict everybody As soon as they Smell this guilty Now it changed From innocent Until proven guilty And it's changed To guilty Until proven innocent So we will Blame you for Something And then we'll Research and see If we were wrong and Correct. if we were wrong, you think anybody goes, oh, sorry, we were wrong. No, it just disappears from the news and everybody goes about the damn life. But oh, if right. they were
3: right, you you, you got to be afraid of anything and everything that you say, because like Henry Cavill can't talk to a girl without being a rapist. You know what I mean? Like we got all these situations going on. So um, it's kind of weird that like people. Would yeah, but see, I've seen, I've seen
1: some pictures of Henry Cavill where I don't think he wants to talk to women like that. No, I don't it,
3: know, man. I saw that new Mission Impossible trailer. That guy's got powers I never knew of, because like, he can like flex his muscles, and his beard will grow, and then go um, shrink again. It's amazing. Like If you watch that trailer, that's fantastic.
1: That... Yeah, well, he, he is an actor.
3: I think that's stretching his with beard, His beard
0: is an actor, too?
1: Apparently yeah, yeah, so. Hey, his, his mustache alone ruined Justice League.
3: Wow. Hey, wow. I, I have a comment. He did a big show, like, did, did Zack Snyder end up showing up at Comic-Con, and is there going to be a Snyder Cut? Like, I wish he was on the air, do you know that, the question? Yes. <laughs> Here we go with a damn Snyder Cut.
1: Shout out to Zod Snyder himself. No, there will not be a Snyder Cut, unfortunately. Uh, no Snyder Cuts for you, Zod Rider. Yeah.
3: But, I mean, one thing we did get, which is, like, actually going to make me feel really, really awkward saying is... We got a really dope Aquaman trailer. I mean, like, (laughs) that movie actually looks pretty cool.
1: You know what? Let's jump right into that, because I saw the trailer actually earlier today, and I did kind of a quick uh, trailer reaction video for it, which I'm going to post on YouTube probably tonight or tomorrow after we finish the show. Um, I wasn't impressed by the Aquaman trailer. You know, I'll let you, you know, uh, go first, Johnny, because you seem to like it a whole lot more than I did. Uh, But I personally wasn't impressed. What what were your thoughts on the trailer?
3: Well, it just it actually visually looks nice, unlike a lot of the MCU, I mean, the DCEU movies that have come out so far. I mean, it actually has, like, a nice sheen to it. The colors are bright. It's vibrant. Like, James Wan has really delivered, like, with his like really shiny style. And it looks nice. Um, I like the way Black Manta looks. He actually looks like a DC villain and not a Dark Souls 2 villain like the rest of the big cheese CGI monsters that were, like, in Wonder Woman, Justice League, Suicide Squad, BVS. So, I mean, like I have a little hope and um, coming out of Justice League, like two of the things that I actually ended up liking were Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Ezra Miller's Flash. So I think that if he holds that like I want to beat Chris Hemsworth as Thor kind of charm that he had in Justice League, he might be able to float this film pretty well. And it might actually be actually kind of one of the first really fun DCEU movies. Like I think we're going to get two of those this year because we'll talk about another one that came out that looks epically fun as well so um that, that that's kind of just my takeaway from the aquaman trailer
1: um yeah see it's funny how uh, different eyes can see things differently i saw the trailer and, and what really didn't impress me was the overall look the cgi was kind of like eh, nothing i haven't seen in the phantom menace uh, it looked dated it looked too cartoonish um it didn't really match up with uh some of the other stuff that uh he's been in as Aquaman. Um uh, it was just uh it felt like they were getting kinda of like threading over some beats from the Justice League on some of the stuff that we know about him already, which is understandable because this is an origin story, but I, you know, I just was not sold on the aesthetics, the look, cinematography. You know, the thing is, with so much, you know, that that we have now out, so many movies that that are released a year, and we see so many movies that are CGI-heavy, it's harder and harder to impress me. And there was really literally nothing that I saw in this trailer that really blew me away. And on top of that, the worst part about it is some of the shots actually looked like Made for T V. Like very amateur looking, like shots, the you know the location of the shots, the way they're set up, the actual cuts themselves. Uh, I I guess I was not impressed. I've never backed um, uh, you know, Mamo as Aquaman. He just said to me is the wrong choice for the part. So on top of everything else, you have that. The mantis looks cool. I'll give you that much that that was the like the only takeaway that i got from the trailer that kind of like stood out and semi got me interested uh but other than that i mean i was i was very disappointed uh with that one trailer uh, you know uh Mr justice show. what do you think um
0: well i mean it's Aquaman like it's Aquaman like to me it's like one i guess they <laughs> superheroes that you ever made like he fight in the water, like unless you're gonna make the movie that he gets on a time machine, goes back to Noah's flood and saves everyone who's drowning, um <laughs> I don't I don't
3: see what the point of
0: Aquaman. It's. I mean, I'll watch it because it's a movie and I right. have something to do.
3: Well, well I, I, <laughs> I, I, since you said that, I'd like to amend mine a little bit. I am not an Aquaman fan. I'm not particularly excited about the character getting a film. But for what I saw, that 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 I, that's why I'm excited. I'm not trying to sell myself as like a huge fan of the character either. But yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not. Sure. I'm
1: not a fan of Aquaman. The character, you know, as much as some other characters, I don't hate the character. Um, I think he, he's fine. You know where. He fits in with Justice League and you know the rest of the DCU. The character's never been one of my favorite characters, but I do respect you know his powers. You know he talks. He's pretty lame. You got it. But but compared lame. to some other characters, yeah, he's a little bit lame, which I think that's why they went a little edgy with Jason Momoa because he's an edgy looking guy. Mind you, he looks like Lobo, which are you know, Casimir's Lobo. That would uh, be a great movie. Yeah, but they they fucked that up. But you know, yeah, you know, he's an edgy guy, but he just does not fit this particular role, and I would not have gone this ride with uh, with him. Now, here's the, here's the thing: you know, we're about to find out that Ben Affleck is no longer going to be Batman. This is kind of hey. like on the table. They're recasting the role. I mean, let's you know, let's go there for a second. Um, if that's going to happen. And especially since, you know, it's been confirmed now that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker in a standalone Joker film. That's all but confirmed at this point. So we got Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. There's going to be a Batman standalone film. Is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker going to be connected to that movie? The, the, the Batman standalone film... Uh has nothing to do with the current TCEU, as we know it, mainly with Affleck, uh, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, you know, and that version of Justice League. So this, you know, Joker is completely separate, and it's a different Joker from the one Leto played in Suicide Squad.
3: Well, and he's supposed to be still canon, too. There, he's supposed right. to be getting a s- solo film as well that's going to come out a little after the Walking Phoenix one, which... Well, they've
1: been saying that, but at the same time, is he really? Because, I mean, you know, these are just rumors at this point. They haven't really, like, I think, gone, you know, full... Well, it's still
3: in stages of production, you know what I mean? It's still on the slate,
1: Which means it might happen depending on what this movie does. I think that's really what that means. Because, look, you know, we had, so, what, um... Suicide Squad. How many years ago now? A couple of years ago, right? I think it's two now, which is
3: right. ridiculous because DC should be putting movies that way faster.
1: Right, and not only that, Suicide Squad made decent money. Didn't break the bank, but it, for what it was, it, it it was you know a little bit bigger a hit than Justice League, and it it did pretty decent at the box office. So it should have at least gone a sequel by now. It hasn't. Jared Leto um, was upset over that movie because they cut a lot of his character out of the movie and he's done nothing with a Joker since. So is he really still inherited up playing the part? I mean is he really does what he really that? have his movie?
3: They haven't really done anything that warrants them. I mean, like, the only movie that they've made between, like, Suicide Squad and then is Wonder Woman, which was a movie that took place in World War I, and then they did Justice League, which there was no room for them. They barely – they didn't even have room for the rest of the Justice League characters after Superman got back, back to life. So um, I don't know what the Joker would have did in the film. You know, That's why I'm saying they need to put these movies out faster. Otherwise, they're going to lose talent or lack of talent, depending on how you view the actor. And – um, it's just gonna—I don't know. It's just so confusing because, like you're saying, they're gonna have multiple versions of the characters around at the same time. Or are they cleverly trying to reboot it at the same time while they're testing the waters to see if a few of these characters will still sell? Which I think they're gonna keep Wonder Woman and probably lose yep. the rest. If that's your point, that you're slyly winking it to.
1: That's what I think. The, I think that we're gonna get a redcon of uh, most of the stuff. I think what we're gonna have is uh, yeah, because look, Wonder, the next Wonder Woman is what Wonder Woman 1984 right yes that's the next thing coming out now think about this uh there's been no mention of superman batman or anything pre you know this movie right um they might not mention them at all in the, the 1994 movie so if that's the case you could pretty much use her as a springboard to connect it to the Matt reeves batman movie if you want to do that because so far the wonder woman movie it was a hit it's connected with audiences, so if you want to use that to kind of to connect it to the other movies coming out, you can still do that with hers. If Aquaman is a hit or it fails, you do the same thing with him. Either redcon it, you know, and completely reboot it, or connect it to the new establishment of the new Batman and the new Joker, and completely retcon what happened with Justice League, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, which at this point might be the the smartest thing for DC to do, and just kind of like wash their hands of those properties, because those properties are not doing, you know, they didn't do anything for for anybody. I mean, they were just failure after failure after failure. And I know Henry Cavill wants to play Superman again, but even if you notice Superman: Man of Steel two, I mean, how long it well, gets pushed further and further yeah. back
3: on the schedule. How long was, was just,
1: uh, Man of Steel now? What, 2013?
3: Yeah, it came out, like, um, before the first Avenger movie. I think it came out around, like, a little after Iron Man 2, or, like, was it after the first Captain America? Like, somewhere around there, man. Like, it was, like, in during Marvel Phase
1: 1. Right. And that movie so, came out. So, now you have a movie that came out a long time ago that had no real sequel, and it's trying to give a sequel.
3: With an actor that, I mean, like, some people I run into, they try to tell me that I'm the only one that thinks that way. But then again, I have run into all kinds of people online that seem to think that, like, Henry Cavill really can't act, man. Like, he, he tries hard, and he's a nice guy. I've seen him on TV. I have nothing against him. But at least for Superman, he just is not there for the character. He has no charisma, and he has a he does not inspire awe that the character needs because the character supposed to just, you're supposed to look at him and just think like, Oh dude, that dude is, is the shit. You know what I mean? And he's like, his Superman's just kind of like, just look at him. And you're just like, okay. Like, okay. Oh, and then they got a fat Batman too. That's great. Yeah. You know, like, but, well, well, how
1: much is that? His fault or is the director's fault. I mean, Zack Snyder directed the first two movies, better of steel. I'm going to blame it
3: on. I'm going to blame it on Kevill because, um, Zack Snyder got wonderful performances out of like Gerard Butler, Jackie O'Haley, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and all of his earlier films. So he, he, it's not like he's known for having movies with stale acting until Man of Steel, in my opinion. Like 300, Watchmen, even Sucker Punch, like it may, you may not like the movie, but the girls acted well in it.
1: Yeah, but the movies Oscar were I had the, terrible. It was great. In it. The, but the movie story. Too. Actually, I didn't think anybody acted well in Sucker Punch. That was a terribly active movie.
3: Old oh, man Oscar Isaacs was great. That's what actually made me a fan of his. After that, like that's why I like uh, was all excited that he was in Star Wars and shit. I thought he was, but I, I really like Sucker Punch. I'm like the one guy. But... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't the way the girls looked in the movie. That's it. What...
3: Oh yeah, no, that's it. I don't understand like why it's so hated just on that factor. I mean, like, did you watch the movie? Like, it's like the same people that hate Resident Evil. It's like. Okay, just turn yeah. on your dude card
1: now. Why while you're yeah. at it, Mila, call me.
0: Yeah, but that that movie that movie came out at the same time that like that Sin City had came out and all those other movies had came out. They had that right. weird black and white post war weird looking freaking scenery. Yeah, I liked the, it. I mean, the j- Sucker look. Punch wasn't a bad movie. I, I watched it.
1: You're talking about Sin City, I mean that that was like a comic book, you know noir come to life. That's what that was in, in a lot of ways, and you know, it, it was dark, it was gritty, it was gothic. But it, I mean, that's kind of like the way a lot of comic books, I think, should have been done early on. Like, I would have loved to seen like an entire Crow movie done that in that kind of like way, for example.
3: For the original awesome. graphic novel, yeah, right. Man. Like somebody, somebody to like do what Rodriguez did with Sin City and actually try to capture each panel like on film, and right. That would be beautiful, man.
1: No, that's why, I mean, that's why Sin City was the way it was. Uh, it wasn't just like a regular film, film, you know. And I'll, I'll say this much, Look, for all the shit that I give Zack Snyder over the years, he did attempt something which I thought was impossible, and he almost nailed it, and that's Watchman*.
3: Oh, Watchmen's really good, man. Um, Watchman, man. But you don't even like the graphic 50. novel, though, Jackal. You don't need, you're not like really a fan of even the I'm comics. No, no so. I'm, not,
1: I'm not a fan of Watchmen, the comics, or the graphic novel. I'm not a fanatic of it, but I can appreciate what it is. And I know how difficult that translates over to film. And he almost nailed the translation over to a film. And Watchmen, I've always said that it would work better if he's doing anything live-action, to do it like a series, a TV series or something that, that stretches out over you know, course of a couple of seasons, so you can kind of stretch out the storyline. And get... No,
3: not really, because the, yeah. the thing about it is it was a nice, succinct graphic novel. It was 12 issues. It told a hard-hitting story. It wasn't something – like, that's what I, I – I, because they're doing that on HBO. They're going to make it into the next Game of Thrones. It's going to be Game of Watchmen, and they're going to drag it out seven seasons, and that doesn't interest me. Like, I actually was really –
1: Again, different okay. minds think 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 differently because that actually interests me like crazy. Because I it at least allows the characters to get fleshed out and you understand them a little bit better. The thing is, when you have that many characters in one film, it it, it especially when especially when you have a two hour you know limit two and a half hours to tell a story, it kind of like it doesn't allow you to really flesh out the characters and. It becomes watered down, and I think that, for me personally, is what really hurt the first uh, watchman movie. You really couldn't understand the motivation of all the characters, and uh, while the comedian was, you know, who he was. It, it, they didn't spend enough time, I think, really properly fleshing out some of the other main it characters. It's
3: explained, actually, with the comedian and Rorschach, like those characters in specific. They actually um, gave you all the exact same no, um, knowledge of them that they gave you in the comic book, which is one of the heralded as one, one of the greatest pieces of literature of our age. So um, I don't see like how flushing out more than what's already was there and what's already loved is going to do i mean like yeah they cut um some of the silk specters more interesting moments um some of manhattans but um for the most part like Zack snyder did a really decent job and especially if you watch the director's cut instead of the theatrical cut like it's a really good cut and then he's even got a longer one that has the comic book involved in it too which is it, it's really neat but it's really hard to watch in one sitting so i always tell people to watch the director's cut but um, he actually adapted the graphic novel pretty well, and I and he did change the end, which kind of pissed off a lot of fanboys, but I, I thought the end that he chose worked better as a film than the one that was in the graphic novel, because the one in the graphic novel, I think when it came out looking hokey as hell, if they tried to do it um, on film, personally, but I I, I, don't, I, I don't understand, like... Like, Sin City, why didn't they need to flush Marv out more? You were able to get him like, with him just telling a couple stories about how he got tied to a tree and stuff like that and why he was so murderous. And see, so, like, why Watchmen needed, like, that extra, you know, like, seasons of stuff to, to tell its story. And...
1: Well, uh, just as you guys are going to drop into, a, into this part of the conversation. Um, I and like all those movies. You want to add? Does
0: add? I like all those movies. They all look pretty. And they were weirdly shot, and I like stuff that's weirdly shot, like Scanner Darkly. I like stuff that's like unorthodoxly shot, like it's just.
3: You like the album art? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it just looks cool. Like whatever, the story sucks, but it looks cool. That's fine. It's like graffiti. You don't have to know what it says. You just have to know it looks cool. That's it. You don't have yeah, to know what the true. word says. Does it look cool? Yes, I love it. That's
3: like it. black black metal logos uh-huh. too, man. What does that say? I don't know, but that shit's badass right there.
0: Incantation? That doesn't look like that. You know.
1: <laughs> well, then, you will, will definitely love some of today's hip-hop music, because you can't understand what they're saying, but yet, it sounds kind of cool. Even if you're on Mobbies. Yeah, my brother's Purp.
0: an aspiring rapper, so I, I gotta listen to all that junk that comes out, and it all
3: sucks. Oh, well, I man. got all kinds of buddies online that got SoundCloud accounts, and like, yeah, I, some of it's pretty neat, you know what I mean? Like, the the, the beats that they make, at least, you know what I mean?
1: Like, oh,
0: yeah, 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 some stuff is cool.
1: You know, you're a great rapper, and people tell you, hey, I love your beats.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Yo, that <laughs> beat on that song? Yo, yeah. what about what the beat is hot, son, let me tell you, uh, What whatever my beat? rapping, that beat was tremendous. Remember that rapping? beat is fire, yeah. but the rest, <laughs>
3: the rest.
1: Can I what say about more about I your said, beats?
0: What about what I said? Uh, were you saying something? Yeah. Because I was just into the beat. Yeah. yeah. The beat
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I heard some some verbal stuff in there. I swear, but the the beat was fire. Guys, with yeah, that, we're gonna go different. on a uh, <laughs> we're gonna go on a quick commercial break. When uh, we we'll come back in a few minutes, uh, we'll hopefully we'll have uh, maybe some of the Skype issues taken care of. Maybe we'll have Zod Ryder join us. We have a top ten list tonight, and Johnny Alpha, are uh, you ready for your uh, top ten tonight?
3: Oh hell yeah, Man, I got my list done, son.
1: Jason Justice, you ready for your top ten I'm list tonight? Alright it's,
3: it's in my show book of stuff to read
1: Yes sir I got my list ready Tonight's top 10 list is Of course Our top 10 movies that we were most hyped about For 2019 and, uh, you know, 2019 is still a few months away, but there's a lot of stuff coming out next year, which is going to be really, really neat, so we're going to go over some of that stuff. Uh, before we go on the commercial break, though, I wanted to give uh, a shout-out and our condolences to the uh, entire Collider family and uh, to John Schnapp's, uh widow and uh, John Schnepp who just passed away uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, just... Terrible, terrible news. Really, in um, geek culture and fandom and you know the stuff we love uh, and we cover all the time. He was a big name. If you haven't heard of char Snep, uh, you haven't really uh, paid attention. He's the uh, director of the uh, documentary "Superman Lives." What happened? That documentary came out a couple of years ago. It was about the uh, the aborted Superman project that had Nicolas Cage at one point. Playing Superman to Tim Burton's directing. I mean, just think about that for a second. Nicholas Cage as Superman. I watched the hell out of that film.
3: I was
0: gonna watch that so much. I was gonna watch it till my eyes broke. I mean, just gonna watch the crap out of it.
3: Definitely
1: one of those movies that, like, looking back now, you look at and you're like, "Damn, I kind of wish they would have made that." Like, just to be able to to see what that would have been like. Even though at the time, I'm like, "Ah, I hope they don't make that. Like, what? I remember hearing that back in the day when I first heard Nick Cage playing Superman. I was like, shoot me? Somebody shoot me now? I don't
3: think you really said that, because at that time, like, when that was coming out, that was, like, back when he was still in the Oscars, and people, it wasn't uncool to say that you liked Nicolas Cage still. It was, like, before. No, 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 uh, no, I've
1: never been a Nick Cage fan. No, what? Never. Never. Like, not even like
3: Wild of Heart, nope. Vampire's Kids, nope. none of nope. that, dude. Nope. What the hell? Face, Face Off, nah, I've
1: hated Face Off my entire life. The only movie of his that I liked back in the day was Con Air.
3: Oh, Con great. Why wow, didn't you put the butter back in the box?
1: <laughs> that was yeah, it. man. Like, Other Steve Buscemi
0: that, was the shit in that movie.
1: Right? We had Dave Chappelle in that. I mean, how can you not like that movie? You know? That you didn't
3: like The funny. Rock? You didn't even like The Rock?
1: I hated The Rock.
3: What? I love that movie! <laughs> can you hate I the know! Rock? The Rock! I know! I love that movie, man. I know! I take pleasure in <sighs> gutting you, boy!
1: <laughs> Me? Uh, I hated hate the, the Rock! Movie.
3: How can you hate The Rubbick's no yeah,
0: sense. man. Gentlemen, welcome to The Rock. This is fantastic! <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Doctor Who, but that, uh, no hated the rock guys we'll be be right back here on the round table
2: Seven three 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 seven four. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit KeyInformation.com.
3: and more supermanhomepage.com
2: elizabeth taylor movie legend we lost her too soon gone but not forgotten now you can own an authentic piece of movie history elizabeth taylor's ashes in a small commemorative urn
3: remember remember
0: i want you to forget me please
2: for just twenty nine ninety five plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever.
0: Command performances leave me quite cold. Call
2: today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. Greetings. My name is Spud Goodman, and I am, in fact, a talk show
1: host. But the Spud Goodman Show is more than just a talk show. Spud and his temporary co-host, Gerald. It's temporary permanent co-host. Super. Interview celebrities. Welcome live musical guests. Present fascinating feature segments. And take calls from an assortment of unique callers. Should I laugh now? And you can catch the Spud Goodman Show Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on PSN Radio. That is messed
2: up, yo. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said The George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers?
1: Yes. That George Rodriguez.
2: What's he like?
1: Oh, he's a short little Cuban fella. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3,
2: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate.
3: Roswell,
1: UFOs, flying saucers,
3: alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science ancient mysteries log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free ufo store catalog theufostore.com the largest selection of ufo products on the internet
1: imagine no longer being tied down to your computer but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go talk stream live introduces our first ever iphone application the talk shows you follow now follow you Alright everybody, welcome back to the Epic Roundtable Show, once again live on PSN Radio. So for now we're suspending the uh, call-in number two four five eight one two seven until we get that fixed, so uh, don't call in at seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. 245 Welcome back guys, if you guys want to check out the podcast later, please do so. You can do that easily at theroundtableshow.com. All the live episodes that we've ever done are over at com. Download for free, because that's how we roll. And uh, hopefully soon, we'll start building some revenue on uh, some of the platforms, and uh, we'll start getting paid for some of this crap. But of course, we've got to be more consistent, because this has been what, our, our what, second, third show this year. Something like yeah, that.
3: Yeah, I think third yeah, yeah, show this
1: year. Yeah, third show. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, another shout-out I want to give out to uh, a good friend of ours, Steve Yunus. And uh, for a positive uh, thing, and for once, Steve Yunus of supermanhomepage.com celebrates his 24th anniversary today with his wife. And uh, I want to, you know, uh, say how special. That's, you know, we spent 20 years with anybody. That's special. That's incredible.
3: Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good marriage right there.
1: That's yeah, that's, sad. Uh, that man loves his woman and his woman loves him, that's for damn sure. So uh shout outs to him on a on a very positive piece of news uh coming out of something uh, very tragic in the world of Superman. So that covers Superman and we've covered Justice League and we've covered uh, you know, Mr uh, James Gunn and his uh problem with little kids and tweets and uh, <laughs> Twitter is uh, a is a damn weird tool, man. A lot of folks use it to get their message across. They've you uh, know been uh, not really uh, targeting Twitter in in a, in a way that it's kind of hilarious on both ends because it seems like everybody's getting accused of things. Everybody's getting it's getting in trouble uh, just on their tweets and. Uh, it's well, uh, think- it's incredible, so, on. it's incredible how some of these guys, and James Gunn is is guilty of this, but a lot of these folks, for several several months, uh, maybe for a couple of years now, have been attacking President Trump on Twitter. Now I'm not saying this is why this is happening, but there's a pattern here. Of a lot of these folks that are getting caught in Hollywood seem to be people that worked at one point or another attacking the president. And looky looky. They're all dirty dirty. And this is James Smith, another one. Every time uh, Trump would dump, would dump a tweet about something stupid, he you know, recently was coming out you know acting like, Oh I'll ask JW about it and now looky looky you now look who's in trouble. So not to get political but I just well, trying to for have fun. for
3: me, I, I'm new to Twitter and I I just started following a bunch of people that I really liked and I thought I respected and I thought were like really smart people. But when I get on there, they're, they're kind of not like Twitter is just like a place where people go and just, it's like a dark hole. They just yell all the shit they're mad about into. And, um, I think when you got a thing like that, uh, you're just looking for, it's just an easy place to try to find something that somebody said stupidly and fit them, uh, anger, you know, cause, um, I've done it a few times, and then I'm going to delete my tweets because, like, I didn't want to be another one of them guys. And, I mean, like, I, I've actually unfollowed a lot of my favorite comic book guys on there because it's the only way I could have probably stayed fans with them. Because the shit that they would tweet out, it was just, oh, shut the hell up. So, um, I don't know if you had a point about, like, some kind of morality tale happening because these people said bad bad things about the president um i think it's more of just the climate that twitter is that it's really easy to like put something out there like like that from yourself that could be taken out of context or whatever the hell because you said it when you were angry about something else or whatever i mean like it's a it's a nasty little site that i'm i'm only on just so i could talk to you guys really to tell you the truth because it it just, it, it frustrates me. I can't go on there yep. and, like, leave happy. You know what I mean? It just, it destroys my entire day when I go on there and read some of the shit that people are posting. It's just, like, awful news, awful news. Oh, this guy has something awful to say. Oh, yep. no, you know what I mean? It's just, oh, it's, it's a terrible sight.
1: And I feel the president will be more loved if he just stayed off Twitter, because, damn it. Uh, Jason, you know, that to, uh to this uh, Twitter thing before we move on? No? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no. All right. Nah. Um, oh, look at Zod Ryder now who wants to join the conversation. Let me see if we can add him. Hold on. Hey, Zod Ryder, you, you just derailed the rest of the show.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so sorry.
1: Um, hang up, and I'm going to bring you in, because I, 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 for the reason Skype is not allowing me to bring anybody in. So
2: Oh, that again. Oh, yeah.
1: Great. So, All right. I'll call you. Alright, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> I've been a
3: fan of his. I lo- I loved Mad. Guys, D-D-D-Z, guys, so. guys,
1: guys. Once again, once again. Y- you're speaking to dead air. That's well, Ra- we
3: were talking about Jay Moore anyway, so... Oh, yeah. it's all
1: good. <laughs> let's see if we can bring Zod Ryder into the conversation. Let's see. Because an hour later, Zod Ryder is finally here. On the roundtable show. What's up, Yeah, yeah.
2: What's up, guys? I'm sorry. I I just got home. I was at a family function, and uh, I just got in. I didn't know we were doing a show today. <laughs> wow. Boy, okay. well, it, it is
1: scheduled on every Sunday. We just it you is know,
2: scheduled, but we don't always do it. And so I, you know, but
1: everybody be uh, checked in with us, you know, once in a while. Just it's like yeah. church
3: every Sunday, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, bro. You learned bro. your
1: lesson, bro. Church, bro. <laughs> you, 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 and then he comes in late as hell, derailing the show. Like we were talking about Malcolm X and the social justice warriors and how they destroyed America and fandom them and keep them alike. And we're getting deep into conversation. Here you go, destroy the rhythm. Yeah, the know, rhythm. Uh, yeah, the rhythm is going to get you though. So uh, well, how you been? How's it going? <laughs> I've,
2: been o- I've been okay. I, you know, I didn't mean to de- derail the show. I didn't even. Uh,
3: Oh, I was pitching about Twitter right before you called
2: in.
1: We're about uh, to I wasn't, sure,
2: I wasn't even sure if I was going to call in because I realized how late I was. I saw you guys were doing it. So I just figured I would try it. I know you were still having that Skype problem. Well,
1: I'll, I'll give uh, you this much. I'll give you a pass because we had a call at 405 earlier who couldn't get on the air either. And, uh, Skype updated again recently, and uh, now it's not allowing me to take any calls in when I have a call going. Which I have no idea why that is because I used to be able to do that all the time. So, that's the whole point. Yeah.
2: That's the whole point of being able to do it. If you can't take calls, I mean, that's, yeah, that's going to hurt a lot. That's going to hurt us with a lot of our shows moving
1: forward (laughs) if they get
2: get repaired.
1: Uh, Yep. And it's funny because you can't Skype to Skype and it still wouldn't allow me without hanging up, which makes no sense because I have paid everything on Skype. Everything's unlimited, unlimited, unlimited. Everything's paid for. So what the hell, Skype? The worst part about Skype is you can't get somebody on the line. Ever. Like There's no customer service. There's nothing.
3: It might just be a bug that they're working on because, like, At least my Skype, it's completely different than how it was like yesterday when I was on here. Like, it, it, like, this new update, it's like a new version of it, like, totally. So, that might be. That is what I'm facing.
1: Well, no, but it's been doing that. And then, then, by the way, I figured out a new setup for the uh, broadcaster cables, uh, design I'm going to send to you later, which fixed a little volume issue that we were having.
2: Oh, okay, great. Yeah, Yeah. because I was still having that last week.
1: Yeah, I had it also in there. This new configuration fixed it for me, so, uh, that problem's gone. Um, uh, so I should at least give you that fix later, and uh, you should be a little bit better off. Uh, no, we've been talking about the whole James Gunn situation, you know, what's happening with uh, DC and Marvel, and, uh, we, t- we talked about the, uh, the trailer for Aquaman, and the trailer, uh, we, we all gave our thoughts on, we're gonna to get to other trailers in a minute here, but you want to kind of like give us a, your five cents on the Aquaman trailer that came out.
2: Oh, on the Aquaman trailer. Oh, you know, I I liked it, it but it looked very very uh, Disney-ish to me. I, I see. I don't. You know, I'm not really sure how to how to how to gauge it because as far as I'm concerned, it just looks like uh, DC is going for the is going for the Marvel audience moving forward with these movies, so, I I mean, I don't, when I look at it, I don't see anything in it that seems really, really appealing, I feel like the DC universe has an identity crisis going on right now, they, uh, I mean, they got, they're doing uh, TV shows where they got Robin being all dark and gritty, saying F Batman, and then they have, (laughs) and then they do this Aquaman movie that looks like it could have been made by Marvel, so I, I don't know, I'm confused. It's I just, weird.
1: Now, it is uh, strange. It I, is.
2: Now, Shazam, I like. Shazam, I'm looking forward to. We haven't got they to Shazam yet, yet to be, but we are not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. Oh. We're
1: going to get there in a minute, but I do want to get your two cents also on the whole James Gunn situation.
2: You know, I haven't actually thought about it I, at all. Uh, I think that anybody that is... Is sick and twisted enough to post those kinds of things or stupid enough, let's say, put it that way, to post those kinds of things publicly on Twitter deserves what they get at that point. You yeah. gotta kind of temper yourself and, you know, be responsible with your tweets. Our yeah. president of the United States uses Twitter to make policy. So Twitter is a very, very serious tool nowadays. You have to be very careful what you say on there. I would say that Twitter is more dangerous than, say, like, posting something on Facebook. You just got to be careful in general what you post on social media. I understand, you know, that James Gunn did this, you know, umpteen years ago or whatever, before he was even hired to do the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. But the fact of the matter is that kind of stuff can come back to haunt you, especially now. Yeah. At the time that we're living in where everybody seems to be getting... Caught up in anything, and all it takes is for somebody to accuse you of something, and your life is ruined. Done. So I, so I, think, so I think ultimately that, you know, he he really, yeah, he really didn't have a prayer. the The truth is, he should have deleted all, made sure all that stuff was deleted long before. He started directing Disney movies. Let's just put it that way. But how how much of this
1: is going to fall into, like, you know, freedom of speech and and the loss of that? Well, see,
2: that's the other thing I don't understand. We have freedom of speech in this country. So just because he made those jokes, and as sick and distasteful as they are, you know, like people are saying, Mm -hmm. I will defend to hell his right to say those things. Even though, you know, they're detestable and he shouldn't say them, you know, if he's just if it's if he's just telling jokes and he's just thinking that he's funny and he's trying to do it for shock value which a lot of people do that is, that is true that is a thing that is something people do well you know that's the thing that it all goes back to like you said about the first amendment where the hell is the first amendment Right. Yeah, and i heard, but, and I yeah, heard but, you say something and i heard you say something that was interesting uh, before i came on the show you said something about how uh, it's not to get political, but it seems like a lot of these people that are getting nailed by stuff that they post on Twitter and stuff are people that started off uh, being negative towards the president. I gotta agree with you too. It seems mm-hmm. like there's a there's an influx of you you attack the president in some way. You're going to have a lot of people on that side of the spectrum going after you looking for dirt on you to try and bring you down. And that's something that, that's something that, and that's another thing people have to be careful about too, especially in the current climate that we're living in. I mean, it just, yeah, I'm, I'm confused though about the whole freedom of speech thing. I, I never thought that that would be an issue, but maybe it doesn't work the same way with Twitter and all those other things. No, no, no.
0: Look, look, man. Look. America is defined. Freedom of speech as long as we like what you're saying. Yes. Yep. Understand this. That is freedom of speech as long as we like what you are saying. If we don't like what you're saying, then it's not free. You can't say nothing. And the other thing that I'm going to say real quick I don't like to get into politics, but I'm just going to put this in right here real quick. Um, Every single president has been talked about in -hmm. this country. Every single one. Okay, and now. If it's true, even in a little shred that you say something bad about the president, they're going to come get you, that means that our highest office is insecure. No one, no one, no other president would have ever done or ever been said anything like that of unless they were a damn dictator. That's all I'm saying. Don't get your panties in a bunch. He's the one leading. Let him do what he's going to do. That's fine. But if you're going to take time to talk bad or to do something about something that said that by someone who says something bad about you, you are insecure about yourself.
2: When I heard that it was was a um, a couple of people, a couple of extreme right-wing people that went after James Gunn. Yeah. It's actually it's actually documented that they were the ones that went and actually found all of these tweets that he had made in the past and, and But like those pick, people took no but the, of,
1: yeah, but the people that worked for the Disney corporation from Well
2: tweets. Disney is going to fire him anyway because Disney has a policy You know, that, you know, they don't, they have a no tolerance policy. That's why, that's why you have, that's why you have, uh, you had Roseanne get fired after the comments that she made. It's the same kind of thing. It works the same, it goes the same way for everybody. Disney doesn't tolerate that shit because they got, which is funny because,
1: which is funny because they're two different spectrums of reality here. Roseanne loves Trump, James Gunn was hating on Trump. They both right. had the jobs at Disney that ABC. That just goes
2: to show that just goes to show that Disney is on point. They don't tolerate no, no. But here's
1: here's the kicker. Tim Allen had a show on ABC. He said nothing controversial. He said nothing negative. His show was the number two rated show on all TV. They simply canned it because he was a fan of Donald Trump, and they literally pulled the show from the air. He's not funny, hack. The only good thing he ever did was fucking. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. He had a number two rated show on all TV. His show was getting huge ratings for a couple of years now, and he's already he's a TV star from his old TV show. And actually, his new show wasn't that bad. I've seen it in a few episodes; it was pretty funny. But it was a conservative show. Once he came on, he said, "I'm voting for Trump." A week later, he lost the show, and he said nothing controversial. He did nothing to deserve it, and he was, he's been literally blackballed from ABC and TV simply because he endorsed Donald who Trump. Picked,
2: who picked him up? Didn't Fox pick up Last Man's Day? Yeah, Last, yeah, last
1: Man's is coming up next, um, they're, they're, next they're, season. Yeah, they're talking about it, it up, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's official yet, though. I know they've been talking about it, but I don't no, know. No, no,
0: it's It's going it's, yeah, it's it's to be on. There's already commercials for it. He's already talking about it. It's It's already in the can. They just haven't put it out yet.
1: Well, that's good, because it was a, a pretty decent show. So, with that said, now we can move on to the uh big red and yellow Shazam, the trailer that hit the internet, oh, yeah. And I think unanimously, we all got our fanboy wet on with this one. Um, yeah, I'm from, dry, so he, well, out of that pocket. Well, it, it was slurpy wet, because, you know, you're just slurpy in the yeah. trailer. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. It was, it was a good kind of wet. I'm just saying. It's the a tra- movie
3: about a little kid, you pervert. I'm, in, I'm telling on I'm you. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying saying, a
1: guys guy always thinking <laughs> dirty and negative. So, uh, <laughs> Billy Batson was a little boy, and we're getting a wet on with this trailer. <laughs> so following I, the James Gunn, I, I following <laughs> the James Gunn conversation about you know pedophilia, that's a perfect segue. Uh, no, but look, in all, in, in all jokes aside, the trailer looked awesome. I, I mean, I just saw it a couple times at the uh, trailer reaction, which I'm gonna post on YouTube, and it looked really uh, in line with uh, the comics when they first announced some of this cast. I was like, eh, nothing sure. Uh but now as I've seen the trailer, seen the suit live in action moving and uh seeing you know Zack in the suit, uh seeing Billy Baston and, and seeing the entire universe where they're setting it up, it feels like Shazam, it feels like Captain Marvel, it feels like that comic. And of course there's not to be confused with Captain Marvel comics in the, the Marvel universe, it's a different Captain Marvel. But this feels like Shazam. And it feels like something the Disney DC uh, finally so got you right. Oh,
2: by the way, they're dropping the name Captain Marvel. It's not going
3: to
1: be used anymore. I know, but that, I know, but I, I'm still <laughs> school. I know, I know. It's He's still known as
3: it though. Like a lot yeah. of people still call him that. Like, oh yeah, uh, oh that's I'm... what he. That's who he is. But they're just not. Gonna call
1: man yeah well it's I, understandable when brie
3: larson was first announced as captain marvel i had to explain to a lot of people that because they thought they like they, they made shazam a girl and i'm like no this is a totally i had to actually explain that to quite a few people at the time yeah
1: which is something that a lot of folks don't know her as shazam i mean that's captain marvel and the captain marvel and shazam share that name kind of Even though isn't it pronounced Marvel?
3: it was but marvel got the rights to actually call him Cap- call her captain marvel around the time that they like cuz like there wasn't a captain Mar- uh, marvel for a long time after the um, right. one that was in the avengers in the 90s died the black one and then um but she's back alive again but like um uh, the Cal Danvers, who's Captain Marvel now, was Miss Marvel for a long time. And um now she's become Captain Marvel with the red suit that we know. Um and I think that kind of coalesced with when they actually got um able to use the name proper because when they had the little blonde dude flying around right. that was Marvel. Oh yeah, I remember yeah.
1: now. I mean it, it makes sense. I mean she is on the Marvel universe, so you know, that let them have the name. But look, Shazam looks awesome. I was highly impressed with, and it's funny because this trailer impressed me the way the Aquaman trailer did not impress me. Uh, moving forward to the, uh, you know, whatever DC does with their universes, uh, this kind of looks like they're riding that ship, you know, that they have been messing up on. And, you know, you got to look at it. This is no involvement with the previous DCEU. Oh, they it's showed, its they showed thing.
2: things. Oh, it. Does, it does, man. It's got, they got all kinds of references to the previous films. I don't this know. movie looks like it's going to be a big tribute to Zack Snyder, man. All the stuff that well, they I, have. No,
3: I don't see that. I don't I think do. so. I, uh,
1: I, I have I a feeling it, moving forward I it's do. not. But, uh, guys, what are your thoughts? on I'll uh, J- 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 you go first. What are, your, what are your thoughts on this movie?
3: I, well, ever since I first saw the picture that, um, that, like, it's, that's with the, um, the trailer of the Shazam drinking the soda next to the kid, I, I was just stoked. Like, that was like one of the most perfect production photos I've ever seen to get me hyped. Like, everything that was wrong with that production photo that Marvel put out for The Inhumans was the reverse for this. I just got so excited because Shazam is a character that I've actually wanted for a long time. And they've been kind of teasing us with it ever since, like, Man of Steel came out. And I never thought it'd actually come. I mean, they've had The Rock listed to play Black Adam since before they cast Ben Affleck and shit. And, like, they still haven't done nothing with him. But, to see it moving forward and then to see a trailer that looked just so wonderful i mean it looked it reminded me a lot of a lot of the kids movies i watched when i was little like in yep. the 80s and 90s but without like trying to be like member berry like ready player one like hey we're trying to reference eighty, like right
1: you know, right,
3: right right like it looked like that tom Hanks, that wonderful tom hanks movie big from when i was a kid just with a, a superman type guy in it and um i don't know this actor playing shazam i know some people were kind of tiffed when um he got cast because but um i don't know i thought he did the you know, um grown-up guy walking around like a kid grown up perfectly i think it it just looks part of attractive. the issue was that, yeah,
1: part of the issue with him was that he, he wasn't physically big enough to play the part, and the suit was heavily padded. So the first image that came out was like kind of goofy looking, because you know what he looks like without the suit. And then you see him in the suit, and he's like all buffed out and big, and you're like, eh, it's not his real muscles. Well, but when you see it in motion, it works. Yeah, it
3: works. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks spoofy, but it, not in a bad way, you know what I mean? It looks, it's charming, and like, Kind of like well, how they would have done in the eighties or nineties, like in the films I was talking about, like you know they would kind of pad, you know like they had they had what's his name Michael Keaton play Batman. Michael Keaton had a pot belly when he played Batman. He wasn't ripped. They put a rubber suit on him with muscles, and like dude, he was the Batman for decades. Uh, so, like, I, putting another doofy-looking wow. dude in a padded suit is is pretty dope. And I don't see the problem with it. You know, if, it's done, if it worked in the past and yeah. it works well here, the movie just looks magical. I, I, I kind of wish that, like, Disney could get this right for something like they tried to do with Spider-Man Homecoming. Because this is kind of what they should have tried to aim for with that if they were going to try to make it such a younger film. But this looks like it just uh, – if they don't – if it doesn't nail it like how the trailer did, I will be disappointed. But – I think no matter what, it's going to be a pretty entertaining, wonderful little movie.
1: And uh, Zadwider, what do you think?
2: I I have to agree with everything Johnny said. I think it's going to be a a very entertaining and wonderful movie. I I love all the little all the little references and all the little back you know little things that they had in there. I like the like the Batarang, the you know the kid wearing the Aquaman T-shirt, and all the all the uh, you know newspaper articles and clippings the time magazine cover you know uh referencing man of steel uh they i i think that i think it's gonna be great i'm so excited about it i don't know um i'm definitely more hyped for it than i was the aquaman trailer I was underwhelmed by the Aquaman trailer unfortunately and I thought I actually thought it was going to be the opposite for me I thought that the yeah, no. Shazam, Shazam was going to underwhelm me and Aquaman was going to blow me away because they keep saying that Aquaman's going to be Star Wars underwater. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't yeah. know. I don't get that. I don't get that. You know it, that it's thought. funny you
1: said because the first thing I, I looked at it when I saw the trailer I was like I saw the same kind of special effects in the Phantom Menace.
3: Okay, I, I can see that Star Wars. Yeah, underwater.
2: yeah. I mean, see that. I see where you're going there. And I, like I said, I I don't understand. I, I don't know what they're doing with with Aquaman. Like they want us to forget about Justice League and look ahead, but then they're doing a movie. They're doing this Aquaman movie, and this Aquaman movie looks very very similar in tone to Justice League and it just looks really, really bright and just I don't know, there were just some things about it that just didn't sit well with me. And I and I don't know, maybe I was expecting a little too much. But I mean I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna go see it. I'm not gonna, you know, talk crap about it just because I didn't really like the trailer that much. But Shazam just completely blew me away. I can't wait for Shazam. I think that's yep. gonna be I think that's gonna be wonderful.
1: Now uh Jason just Justice, I so won't we'll drop your two cents on Shazam. Oh Chazam. Oh boy.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm gonna watch the I'm gonna
0: watch the crap out of that movie. <laughs> I like the way they did it. Like I like look man, I just like the freaking story. I, I like the way that the character is. I've always yep. have, I always have always always thought it was a good character to have. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where they where, where they what if? What if you were a kid and then you got given all these things? Like, I'll watch it and they made it look interesting, which is one of my favorite things is when they make something look interesting. Even if the movie sucks, they made it look interesting. So I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it and it's probably going to be fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be better than I I thought. But other than that, man, like, it's a great story. I want to see what they do with it. And it looks like they have enough um, visuals to make it work. So, yeah, that's. I'll watch it
1: there for you. sure. So we're all on board on Shazam. Oh yeah, yes. That's the the number one trailer this week. I think we're all on board on. And uh, there is another trailer out there, Godzilla two.
2: Yes. yes, yeah. The trailer I'm for that, that also I'm came out.
1: That. Yeah. Now um, I'm gonna let Johnny get uh, get in on this first because I know he was. Uh, this is where they gave him the wet spot. Jeremy, go ahead.
3: <laughs> well, I, I I I've always been a big fan of Japan. Like before there was even the term weeaboo, I kind of was one and like I loved Godzilla films growing up. And so far, like the American outings have not been so good. This one looks like it might actually kind of kind of really help that like especially what was wrong with the gareth edwards first one um it looks like there's actually going to be like a lot of monsters it's actually going to live up to like the name king of monsters like the original godzilla king of monsters which is like my second favorite godzilla film so um and it's got my homegirl millie bobby brown in it man like I, that little girl cracks me up she's mad funny she's mad talented and i think it's going to be cool to watch her figure out a way to help godzilla win so yeah hell yeah i'm down
1: and for those of you who don't know who she is, she is from Stranger Things.
3: Yeah, Eleven. Eleven from yeah. Stranger Things. She'll steal your egos and call you a mouth breather. Papa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there goes, I'd read. What are your thoughts on the Godzilla 2 trailer?
2: I'm looking forward to it. It definitely looks better than the uh, 2014 Godzilla movie. They got They got a lot to make up for with this Godzilla movie, for real. I mean, if they if they wanna, because if it's not good, it's going to probably be, be a while before we get another before we get another Godzilla movie. Yeah, I mean, they're really they it looks like they're really trying this time. So I, I give them credit. Hopefully, hopefully will be good. It was definitely a nice trailer.
3: If not, what, we still got Shin Godzilla from last year, which was a which magnificent was wonderful. Yeah. I yep.
2: mean, my God, and the way that was done, you would think that it, you would think that it wouldn't be so hard for Warner Brothers to come up with a
3: Americanized version, with
2: an Americanized, yeah, with a good Americanized version. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Shin Godzilla really, really raised the bar, though. I mean, in the way it was done, it was just brilliant. All for, all from a boardroom.
3: <laughs> yeah, like it. it and Godzilla actually didn't do very much in that film I mean like I would like to say like oh he was in the movie way more than in the 2014 movie and he kicked way more ass but like that's not like really true he just kind of like shows up three or four times and like right. like most of the time he like falls asleep but it's really interesting the, the, the schemes and stuff that the characters come up with and I, I, it just was visually neat and yeah, just the way it was shot, the way the boardrooms and the desks were – like they, I don't know. There was like some Kubrick shit going on with like the way the chairs were lined and stuff. There was just some symmetry that made that shit just look good.
2: <laughs> the fear of not knowing, the fear of being in that situation and not knowing what was going to happen and having to live out your day. I just love the way those characters were depicted throughout that movie. And like you said, Godzilla really did next to nothing. He didn't really appear in it all that much. But it was enough. They did. They played it so beautifully in the movie that you you were enamored the entire time you were watching it. So I don't know. That that's what this movie's going to have to do. It's going to have to really up its game to be good, especially after 2014
0: Godzilla.
1: I'm, I'm going to play needs here for a second here, but uh, I'm going to let Jason Justice uh, have his say. What do you think of other uh, trailer, Jason?
0: It's Godzilla. Take no, my money.
1: No said right.
0: That's it. It's Godzilla. Take my money. I don't care.
1: Now, what if I told you that the director of this movie has been kind of like sort of blackballed from Hollywood for a few years? Because the last output that he came out with was the garbage known as Superman Returns. And he was a mere writer to that movie. He was one of the two writers, Dan Harris and Michael Dougherty, is the, uh, the writers of that garbage. And Michael Doherty, who's really never directed anything major, he's done, um this movie, Godzilla. He did a little uh, horror movie called Trick or Treat, which is- Which is phenomenal. And, it's really no, it's a horrible movie, I'm sorry, that movie was What? Freaking terrible. What? Dude,
3: Trick or Treat's epic. Trick dude. or
1: Treat trick or treat's a, a, treat's a terrible a movie, movie, I'm sorry. He did Crumpus in 2015. Kind of
3: horror fan is you brother, damn.
1: And he's doing Trick or Treat too. But I'm not impressed by Michael Dougherty, is my point here. I've never been impressed by his work as a writer. um, As a director, he has nothing to really merit this kind of a movie. He's never directed anything even close to the scope of this movie. So I'm worried on that sense uh, because I've seen his work as a writer, and, again, I'm not impressed. So I want to see what he does as a director. I'm going in with open eyes and open mind and the entire nine yards, but again, I'm not a fan of the band's work. So, and it's, it's kind of funny that you, you know they throw a project like this to uh, an, an unproven an unproven director.
3: Well, they did it with Kareth Edwards with so, the first one,
1: and okay. it didn't really work out that well, it did it so
3: well but gareth edwards went on to make rogue one which i mean like maybe he had a better godzilla movie and there was studio tampering and joss whedon was involved and i'm was
1: telling you, you. Hello, but, he, but hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. that's a, that, that's a that's, a, that's a perfect for you to say because there were problems with rogue one to the point that he got removed as director 80 percent into the movie and they replaced him with another director who came in and did extensive reshoots. And added the Vader scene to the end of the movie, which is the one scene that everybody's like, oh, that was epic, but that wasn't Garth that was Edwards. In fact, the cut of his Rogue One was seen as kind of a shitty movie. And then they went in and they reshot and added the Vader scene. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, well, Rogue One was epic. It was all Garth Edwards. But follow the actual production. Remember, in in Star Wars, they were having issues with the production over one. They had issues with the production of um, Solo. The the only movie that even even Force Awakens had issues with JJ in the studio, not exactly seeing eye to eye. The only movie that that production you know came and went without any issues from Kathleen Kennedy and the director. Was the Last Jedi, which after it came out, everybody's like that movie was fucking terrible. But that's no, you. That's now. You know the, the, now we have all the, the haters. Good movie. I don't
3: care what
1: they say, man. Well, you like it, but for the most part, the fans have hated that, that movie. So the point of there's a backlash. Um, I know Zod didn't like it. Um, they can go
3: watch Attack of the Clones. That's
1: all I gotta say, man. Well, personally, I, I like Attack of the Clones, but in the Last Jedi, that's just me.
3: Wow! Well, yeah, at this point, I have, I've
1: I've come around to a lot of like the 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 bad things about the movie, which uh, at first it didn't bother me as much. But the more I've watched the movie and I've seen it a couple of times, I finally finished my own cut of uh, of the movie, which I posted it on on Plex for for those who have Plex that know me and uh, are connected to my account, they can see it for free. And it's my own edit of the movie of. uh the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi combined into one movie and what I would have done instead of what we got. And um, I don't know if it's you saw it was designed on side, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's, it's on there, it's online for uh, my friends I'm to see. I'm gonna,
2: like, I'm gonna watch it this week. I'm actually, I haven't had any time. Uh, lately to watch it, but I'm gonna definitely watch it this week. It's like a three hour and something cut, so. It, it, well,
1: think. yeah, running time for the actual film is about three hours exact. Then, of course, you have, you know, you know, the, the, uh, what do you got, the, uh, after, or the credit scenes, and, and you know, all that other the credits, and, you know, all that another crawl. But I mean, you, if you go,
3: that
1: in? Yeah, of course. You know, it's an entire. Oh, he's got, you know, a, he's a real got film. his own crawl for Yeah. It. There, it's oh. Co- I well, actually I mean, like, replaced the crawl, oh, yes. I replaced the original the credits,
3: though It's kinda of weird like if you do your own cut of the movie and leave that in, I mean it's and, like, I said one it, minute.
1: It's funny I even changed the music to the credits. It didn't fit my cut.
3: You put the song
1: from the Under Guardians of the Galaxy Two in there? No, 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 no. It's it's from Star Wars, but it it, it the, the way I cut the movie together and the way I ended it, the last shot, the way the credits came in before was too heavy, so it didn't really fit. So I literally like removed the audio and, and added my own little audio piece in there and, and I think it fit a little better and it's a little smoother of an ending uh, For, you know, jumping from the last scene to the credits uh, But that's only for us, you know, here on the round table And I can't really put that out there because it's copyrighted kind of Yeah, it's, uh, a,
3: it's a library edition, yeah. I gotcha
1: But, you know, it's it's something I I add once in a while when I feel like there's something great that could have been done with this movie, but it just kind of, like, missed it. But there's either enough cuts out there for me to remake it, or there's a sequel that I can draw from and remake that. And it was just an idea that I had, and just I rolled with it and rolled with it. And next thing you know, I'm, like, three hours into it, and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to redo the whole thing. And then I started adding and adding and adding and You know, three days later, even in the span of two weeks, I I, I was able to cut it. And it didn't really take that long. It it was literally the span of maybe four or five hours. uh, Spanned out in three days over two weeks. So it wasn't like I I spent a whole lot of time on it, but I spent enough time to where I got a a satisfactory cut. The worst part is sitting there and just rewatching it over and over again so you can see the little glitches, you know, of, of cuts that might have, like, a certain character which you wanted to cut out of the movie kind of show up in one frame. You're like, damn it! So I got to go back and cut that person out of the frame. And, you know, it was little things like that that kind of got, you know, got to me in a little bit, but uh, other than that, it was, it was pretty easy, but um... Where was I? Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, going back to uh, Michael Doherty. Not impressed with his work, so I have high hopes for Godzilla 2, but that director, man. I'm just... He made made trick-or-treat,
0: man. I love that movie. And I'm going to watch Damn Godzilla because it is Godzilla. Like, you didn't hear the title? It's Godzilla. Like, come on now. You gotta watch it. It's Godzilla. Like, just a big monster destroying the city. Like, I love to watch it so I can evaluate in my head. Like... Um, How many people died in that building? Or does anybody left that plant before it blew up? I love the destruction. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, but after all the destruction point that we've had in movies recently, like Men of Steel and Justice League and and all these movies that destroy cities and stuff. Well, it's
3: a good thing. Godzilla's supposed to destroy the city. Like, Superman's supposed to save it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it <laughs> but it doesn't matter. The whole point is that I've seen so many buildings like get crushed and destroyed that I'm not impressed anymore. It's like they come out with all these movies like The Day Tomorrow and where the whole world is destroyed. Oh, yeah Yeah. That, that, and, yeah uh, great
3: Is that the one with um John Cusack where like the road's like falling in on him and shit?
1: No, The After so Tomorrow was... is the one with uh Jake Gyllenhaal.
3: Oh, the the one where the world gets covered in snow. Yeah, that one was awesome. Like that's like actually yeah. like the last one of those um like, the one with John Cusack, I wanted to like it a lot, but it was just, oh. Like, wasn't I, I, I
2: John Kusak? wasn't it 2012?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah That was. Yeah. They're all Roland Emmerich, and I, I try to enjoy all of his work, because, I don't know. I just that's why really, all these I, I movies, lot. But,
1: but after you watch all these movies, you know, another disaster movie involving the world coming to an end, or buildings getting crushed and collapsing, none of that really does anything for me. I've seen it before. You know I, mean? I know,
0: but it's not, a, it's not about that. It's not about that. I know that every time I watch the roadrunner cartoon, the damn coyote is gonna fall off a cliff, but it is still hilarious.
1: Yeah, but nobody every watches time. the roadrunner cartoons anymore for that particular reason, cause it's old and stale. Well,
3: the thing is, is I. So they're, they're talking about like Rodan and stuff being in this film. Like I want to see like how the Americans view like an actual fun fight between Godzilla and Rodan because I've seen several different types in the Japanese. Because the Japanese Godzilla's range from being downright serious to epically comical and and slapstick. Yes. Um. So I've seen all different types of fights between so Godzilla. and that particular and, re- re- th- and in the that genre. particular
1: reason, do you really want to see it then?
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to see how, <laughs> yeah. how well we can yeah. try. It. And how, what type style we go with, or if we'll try to do the whole Edge Lord Gareth Edwards thing again and shit the bed epically, which I am actually banking on. But I have high hopes because I like Millie Bobby Brown, I like Godzilla, and I like the guy that I like Trick or Treat. So I, I want to like this movie, but I'm exactly. It's like Venom. I'm going in knowing that this might be a clown shoe of a film, yeah. but it, it, I'm gonna go watch it regardless just to see if it's not. It's the same thing I do with Justice League I mean, I take these chances all the time And sometimes I actually come out, even if it's an awful film Loving it, like Suicide Squad
1: Again, you're alone on like me Solo Yeah, wow, wow. You're, you're yeah, Solo I on have,
3: that At least I like Suicide Squad That one's kind of popular like. Yeah,
1: no, I don't think anybody else likes Solo I think you're alone on that one I,
0: hey. don't, I don't care, dog.
1: Dude, I mean, it it's care. funny, cause I predicted low numbers on that, months ago I predicted it wouldn't crack 230 million, uh, domestically. And everybody from Alex 2.0 to everybody was like, you're crazy bro, that movie's gonna easily make 300 million, it's, it's hot solo. It'll make, it'll easily make 340 million, and look at that. I don't, I,
3: dude, I, I, don't I honestly, i honestly didn't expect it to make that little man like that was surprising to me because i figured just star wars i could make a movie about chewbacca taking a fucking shower and like they put the star wars name on it i figured people would go and watch it i figured you'd go watch it jackal but obviously i you do have more standards than i thought but still i mean like I, I never thought solo was going to be since it was announced like me and you were both just like oh jesus really like, that's like, the that's movie that you make when you run out of ideas. Not like, yeah. right of the gate, guys. Come on.
1: I mean, I, the There's thing so is... There's so many
2: other great movies out there that they could have made. Crazy.
1: The, if you name that movie anything but Solo and you make the character anything but a Han Solo, and you may, and you don't put your back on that movie, but you give the same treatment, uh, it'll make a, a whole lot more money. But the, the problem is you have an actor who doesn't look the part. He's playing a direct actor you know, prequel to the Han Solo that we know from the original movies. On top of that, um, it, it was a rush production between three directors who had completely different, you know, views on what they wanted to do. Two of them were pairing to the comedy version of Han Solo, or and one was doing a more, you know, see, serious uh, Han Solo well, they, they, they had different visions, and they, they had to go through the script and the vision of the writer, who had his own vision, and it just seemed like a clusterfucked in the very beginning, and it just didn't get better. Like, you know, the, the, the stuff that came out later with Captain Kennedy, and the directors, and the actor needing a, a reading coach... Because, you know, he just wasn't getting the character. They brought in Harrison Ford to have a pep talk with the kid. And say, hey, Eldon, uh, kid, look here, kid. This is how you said the lines. Because, you know, you're screwing up. And, you know, he had to kind of coach him a little bit on how to be on solo. Those things I took away with, with, you know, like, man, this is a trouble production. But on top of all that, the number one thing that really caught me, besides the bad casting and bad, you know, everything in the production, was the fact that we did not need a Han Solo prequel. Han Solo is the type of character you leave alone, you just let him be, because the moment we meet him in Star Wars and you hope, it's the very moment that Everybody should, you know, meet up with him in New hope. There's so many plot holes and mistakes in that movie that started going down the list of some of these issues. You're going to be like, what the hell? How did I miss that? How did I miss that? How did I miss that? For example, one quick one. The Millennium Falcon looks nice and shiny and clean, right? Because it's supposed to be set, what, 10 years before any hope? 15 years, something like that in the, the timeline?
3: Well, and the ship's a completely different shape, too, which is weird, I thought... Well, no, the very the very
1: front of the ship, on the very front of the ship, it's like a little ship with within the ship that they lose at some point. So I understand that, but here's my here's my here's my main issue. Uh, this is where it becomes kind of a plot hole issue. That ship, which he wins, you know, from Lando and he beats Lando for, looking all nice and clean. Why does the Millennium Falcon look like that? where it looked like the old Millennium Falcon in the shot that we saw in Revenge of the Sith, where you could see it in one shot. Remember that shot in, in in uh, uh, what was the uh, planet were in um, Coruscant, where you could actually see the Millennium Falcon flying in the background? That looked like the old Falcon from the original trilogy. So look how man, did it get cleaned look up? The- what look,
0: happened? man, look, man. Stop running with it in that direction because you don't like the movie. What is the, now? All of you, answer me this question: What is the point
3: of a movie? To be entertaining.
1: That's it. And it wasn't. It wasn't and it, it was. There's nothing entertaining about it.
0: I don't care what anybody says, dog. You can dissect it all you want. I was sitting in that theater, motherfucking entertain, worth my money.
1: I wasn't. That was the whole point. I I didn't. I was, and I didn't see it the in theaters. I saw it in bootleg. I'm gonna but I didn't. i no point. Was I entertained?
0: Hey, and watching it in the theater doesn't make you an idiot. Just so you know,
3: I went and saw it in the theater too. So I'm. I, if I call you that, I'm one right. too. So I'm wearing the <laughs> pointy hat with you, bro.
0: <laughs> right. So. Yeah, the I've seen supposed it, I've to seen be it in
2: theaters too.
0: It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I freaking enjoy the crap out of it while eating popcorn and M&M's. Shout out to my rose. to be the alone genre? in that theater? Yeah.
1: Because it, yeah. it, it, it bumped. It bumped pretty bad.
2: Yeah, there was only like yeah. seven people in the theater when I was here. I <laughs> don't care, dog.
0: Like, that doesn't embarrass me. Like, watching a bad movie shouldn't give you a tag. You know,
1: about- <laughs> yeah, but it's so it, funny. It, it's funny. It's funny because you saw a Han Solo movie and you were all Solo in the theaters. The irony, <laughs> it's the good. irony there it's is, is amazing. No,
0: it's not irony, dude. It's fucking perfect for oh. me. I don't care what y'all think about that movie.
3: <laughs> fair enough, man, man. I'm happy you like yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that's
1: awesome. I like a lot of bad movies too, anyway Go yeah, ahead, no. Zod Rider. Uh, I watch yeah. Sci-Fi
3: Channel movies a, every this, weekend Of I'll course
2: this, 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 we're running out of time
1: Yeah, yeah uh, Zod Rider, anything you want to add to the uh, conversation? Because we're running out of time
2: No, not really, and I and I don't have a top ten list Because I got in late and didn't see what you guys were doing So
1: uh, uh, Very simple, our top ten this week is Top ten movies that are coming out in 2019 so, we're looking forward to, so while we're on the list, if you want to put your list together, well, uh. Um, you guys,
2: you guys can go ahead. I'll, you you, you want to do
1: that? Week. Well, fine then. Uh, yeah, if you're on next week in time, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I'll be here now. Uh, I should be here next week. I don't have yeah. nothing planned next Sunday.
1: Yeah, next yeah, next. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's, <laughs> let's start off with, uh, Jeremy Alpha. Jeremy Alpha gives top 10 for this week.
3: Okay, at number 10, I have Three from Hell, which is Rob Zombie's next film about the Devil's Rejects. Don't know what it's going to be about. Don't know if it's a prequel um, in between, like, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. But, fuck it, it's a zombie. I'm going to watch it. At number nine, I got Godzilla, King of Monsters. We just got over covering it. I'm expecting a train wreck, hoping something watchable. So there's that. Number eight, James Bond, number 25. I've liked the Daniel Craig one so far. This is going to be his last one. There's no name for it yet, but um, I'm still excited for it. Number seven, Cowboy Ninja Viking, which is an image comic that I personally love.
0: Yeah.
3: Didn't know they were making a movie for it, but when yeah. I saw it on the list of movies for next year, I was just like, I don't care. Like I love Cowboy Ninja Viking, so I'm hoping it's good. And number six, John Wick 3. Hell yeah. Number Hell five. Hell yeah. Number five, Glass. I'm sure that's going to be on everybody's list. because. Yep. Like, um Number four, Captain Marvel. Number three, Shazam. Number two, Avengers, whatever it's going to be called. I think it's going to be called Avengers Assemble, but I'm not sure. And number one, Hellboy, which is coming out in January, and I can't wait, man.
1: Word. Word to your mother. Hell yeah. Uh, Johnny, uh, that's a good list. That's a good list. Jason, justice. uh, Go to your list next. Go for it, bro.
0: All right, here we go. My list will be number ten, Toy Story. I've seen all the other Toy Stories. I'm gonna watch the fourth one. I don't care. Uh, Number nine, Cowboy Ninja Viking. Yes. Yeah. And yes, with a douse of yes on the top of that yes. Number eight, Shazam, because Shazam. Uh, Number seven, Top Gun Maverick, permission to bust the tower. Number 6, Glass Come on now, gonna watch it Number 5, maybe a little controversial, New Mutants I'm gonna watch it Number 4, Godzilla, which we've been Waxing poetically about Um, Number 3, Episode 9 Make it, I'll watch it Number 2, Gambit Because he's my favorite dude
1: Mm. From
0: any freaking comic book Is Gambit And number 1, number 1 Alright, no one's mentioned this yet. Masters of the Universe. I am going to watch the crap out of that movie.
3: Hell. I didn't see it on there. Yes. I would have put it on there too. I didn't see it on the list I was looking at. Oh, I saw Hell, it on yeah, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. I, 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 I would totally be on, on my list if I'd have seen it.
1: Dude. The yes. only reason that I'm misses my it. list is because of the uncertainty of it coming out. Uh, Because I've been fooled before Years to years to years to years So I left that on my list But if not, It would have been in my top three Just so you know Now, well, that's a great list My top ten, I'm going to start off at number ten And I'm surprised uh, nobody mentioned it Bond at 25 I'm a huge fan of the James Bond series I love Daniel Craig as James Bond I think he's been the best Bond so far I know some people can hate on that some people gonna love you for saying that. I don't care. I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. Can wait for his next outing? And I think it's gonna be the last one we're gonna get with him. So can wait to see what they have for the final Daniel Craig James Bond epic? Uh, number nine, I Hellboy.
2: He, I thought he was contracted for two
3: more. I'm sorry. No, this is his last
1: one. Yeah, and this is gonna be his last one. Didn't he didn't even on. really want to do.
3: He didn't even really want to do this one, but like, um, they they talked him into doing the yep. last one.
1: Oh, wow. uh, Money Talks and Bond Walks. Uh number nine, uh Hellboy because uh hell yes. Uh even though it's not Game of Del Toro, it does have my boy Doug Jones in it. I am a big Hellboy fanatic. I love the idea of, of them continuing on. Even if it's not the original cast from the uh, last two movies. Uh I love the uh, cast on this movie. The uh, aesthetics look good. Uh the visuals that I've seen so far looked you know excellent. It looks Is it like the same it Hellboy? No, it's the no. guy that
3: plays the chef from um, Stranger Things is yeah. gonna be Hellboy in this one. Oh wow! It's not
1: Rob Perlman; it's a different guy. Uh, he, he looks, looks great, just like though. him, though. Yeah, he looks he, great. You can't really tell. Yeah.
3: Can't really tell the difference between the two of them when they're all made up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he looks ideal as Hellboy. So, and the hand looks better as the it looks more like the cartoon, comic book hand from Hellboy. So, um, I I love what they've done with this uh, so far. And, uh, at least they're paying re- respect to the, to the character, which is the most important thing, and then it's just kind of giving us a goofy, you know, uh reboot, just for the hell of it. Uh, so I'm glad for that, and I can't wait to see Hellboy. Number eight on my list, Captain Marvel, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking about you I'm talking about Captain Marvel. I think that's going to be uh, an epic way to kind of like bring back to life some of the heroes we lost. And, uh, you know, and see what what they were doing before and what they're going to be doing after. There's a, You know, the Marvel timeline is kind of screwy. You got to kind of like watch them on. They kind of put them in the timeline order that they go into because they're all over the place. But I cannot wait to see what Carl Devers finally looks like cinematically. So Captain Marvel is number eight, number seven on my list. The other Captain Marvel, Shazam, which is just jumped into my top 10, said uh, I wasn't sure of, uh, what I was gonna feel like, uh, until the, sh- you know, this trailer hit, and completely knocked it out for me, I mean, the trailer was epic, it was, it delivered everything that I wanted from the trailer, uh, again, like I said earlier, uh, Zachary Levi looks awesome in the movie, cannot wait for, uh, for Shazam, uh, number six, Spider-Man Far From Home. I love uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think the, the uh, cast is fantastic. I cannot wait to see what they do with the sequel. Uh, Tom Holland is—he's uh, an, an, uh, a great Spider-Man. I don't care what the here say, say. He's to me better than uh, th- than the last guy. I would just say some.
3: Toby McFlyer? Maguire?
1: No, no, the guy's to him for the same. They were both
0: bad. Toby and the other dude—they were both bad.
1: Yeah. I like Andrew Garfield. He's Andrew a Garfield yeah. Uh, he, and that wasn't his fault, he had just two bad movies, but it wasn't, I don't think it was his fault, he's, he's a good actor. I he was a good Pete, I thought, he just, yeah, just
3: wasn't bad films. It, it was just, it,
1: it, the, the movies themselves just were bad, and the spider he played was just not really that great written. Uh, Tobey Maguire, I liked his first two movies a lot, but of course the third one was, uh, just a disaster. And Tom Holland reminds me of Tobey Maguire enough. On a good side, which I love, and they, you know he's young enough that he's playing the high school Peter Parker, which I love. So, and I loved Homecoming, so I can't wait for Far From Home to come on and see what they do with the sequel. Plus, again, the timelines with Marvel is so convoluted that I want to see what this fits in the overall uh, timeline because this is set post Avengers three. Um, but. What? We
3: saw yeah, he's
1: what to come back to life, right? Yeah. Right. We saw what happens to him and the Avengers. So
3: my my favorite part of that movie watching a little fucker dissolve.
1: I know. I know. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. <laughs> well, as soon as it happened, I was like, I know somebody's gonna be very happy with this. Scene right oh, here. no, sir, I don't want <laughs> it go, sir, sir, sir. It was one of the best scenes in the movie, but anyway.
3: No, no, the Groot scene was sad, and then they went to that, and I was just like, yeah. yeah. And then I got sad again when um, Doctor Strange poofed. I was like, oh, no, because he just uh, became my second favorite Marvel hero. I was like, oh,
1: not Doctor that, Strange. Now, number five on my list is the live-action reimagining of the Disney classic, The Lion King. I am... Dying to see that, especially after after Jungle Book came out and completely knocked it out of the park for me. I cannot wait for for The Lion King to come out. Uh, It's one of my all-time favorite movies as a kid. We got Donald Glover doing some of the voiceover, uh, doing major voiceover work. And, guys, James Earl Jones is back. Yes! Come on, he's with the voice. So, just from that alone... Is a big selling point for me, and I cannot wait to see this movie, The Lion King, the live-action version. And it's directed by John Favreau, who, by the way, should be in charge of the Star Wars universe. I'm saying that right now. Number uh, four on my list, The Avengers Part 4. Now, it's untitled at the moment. We don't know anything about it. We uh, you know the script. We don't know where they're going with it. I, I just, I love The Avengers, the third one, and I cannot wait to see this one. Um, to see where they're gonna go with I don't know what the hell that was, but, um, it, this is, uh, a, a, a movie that's, you know, gonna be epic. I just know it. Uh, number three on my list, and I'm, and I know you guys are gonna be kind of surprised that it's this low on the list. Number three, Star Wars Episode 9.
0: That's on my list. Yeah, no, but let, I'll
1: watch it. let that sink in for a minute, because just a couple of years ago, this would have been number one on my list easy, right?
0: Yeah, I know. That's why it wasn't number one on my list either. No. I know, you're, you're, you're walking on eggshells trying to see if it's going to suck or not.
1: Right, because I've been disappointed now by Solo, big time, and, and The Last Jedi. At first, I kind of dug it after repeat viewings. I'm not digging as much of that anymore, and I am worried where, we're, where they're going to take this. Uh, there's been a whole tweeting thing back and forth with the, with the directors, even J.J. got involved in it, and I'm like, dude, why are you getting involved with this back and forth? And they're attacking fans, and it's gotten really ugly over Lucasfilms. So it's just gotten to the point where even I'm being turned off by some of the Star Wars stuff coming out. And I'm a heavy Star Wars fanatic, so for me to tell you that it's, you know, getting to my, to me to my taste. It's making me kind of like turn away a little bit. That tells you how bad it's of over at Lucas Films. So
2: yeah, this this situation with directors arguing with fans, this thing needs to stop. These directors yeah. need mm-hmm. to know. These directors need to realize that they've got to be above that. Let your films yeah. speak for themselves.
1: JJ and Ryan Johnson need to shut the hell up and just direct movies. That's what they need to do. Uh, number two on my list, and it was number one until recently. And uh, it, it's just that it was narrowly edged from the number one spot, the movie Glass. I've been oh, looking forward oh God, to a sequel great. to Unbreakable for years. I saw what it did with Split, and I loved it. And uh that final scene just blew me away, and then I see that they're doing Glass, and I'm just super stoked and excited for this movie. So Glass is my number two on my list. Number one, because I'm a fanatic <laughs> of the first two movies. I'm talking about John Wick 3. Okay. I like the
0: the other John Wick movies. I I like the fact that they have stupid premises like, get my dog back or you took my car.
1: I don't care. The fact that Keanu Reeves is a badass, he's he's just being a badass, he is killing, kicking ass, taking no names. He is the know whatever he is, just completely and utterly... I'm reading the hell out of these movies, and I love it. I love the first two. Um, you know, I would like to I, see
3: him do a. Cr- I like to see him do a crossover with The Equalizer. When's Bill and up. Ted Three
2: coming out? What? Man,
1: that would be crazy. Yeah, there Are is, coming out. That, coming out
2: next year too.
1: Supposedly, it might be coming out next year or twenty twenty. But John Wick Three, I cannot wait for that. It's, uh, it's going to be called John Wick Three Parabellum, I believe you, yeah. uh, I heard yeah.
2: they're doing a TV show too.
1: Yeah, that's in the works. Yeah, it's in the works. Yeah.
3: They're gonna get that guy to play Liam Neeson in the Taken show. No, <laughs> no, John.
2: No, apparently it's gonna be like a spin-off show, yep. and Keanu Reeves is actually gonna play John Wick in it in a couple of episodes.
3: Sweet. Yeah. Be about like the hotel or something. That'd be cool.
1: It's, it's, it's something like that. But right now, anything with you, with Keanu Reeves in it, I'll, I'll watch. I mean, the guy's just a badass. And uh, you know I like the resurgence Serbia. he's having. You know he's having this resurgence as an actor, which is really cool and it's good to see because he has been delivering good movies for a long time. And uh, you know it, the Matrix two and three were not his fault. Okay, no, there that was that not- he's,
2: so much- no, he's got another action movie out now called Siberia. I mm-hmm. think Serbia or Siberia. Something I like haven't that. seen it yet. Uh,
1: and, and like I said, anything that he's attached to, I'm going to watch him. You know, time for. Uh, even Ronan was great and it just they got derailed at the box office because of the time it came out, but he's been delivering, you know, really solid work for years and he deserves Ronan this resurgence. So uh can Reeves your top of my list for next year, buddy. John Wick three. I cannot wait for it. Uh so that's our top ten. Uh zombie sure you don't want to uh, go over the top ten list? no,
2: not today, man. Not today. Uh, I'll get doggy. Next week.
1: So, th- moving on, before we go off here in a few minutes here, the top ten list for the box office, which, uh, you know, as it is, uh, it's that time of night where, uh, you know, it. Uh, the numbers are in. And uh, there's a lot of changes in the box office this week. It's been a heavy week for the box <laughs> office. Uh, number ten, uh, let's jump right into it. Sorry to bother you. but in 2.8 million. I have what? That's the name of the movie? Oh. Yeah, it's hard to (laughs) bother you. Yeah, sorry about that. not interested. Sorry. I never heard of it. Yeah. Let me see. Number nine, Unfriended Dark Web.
3: What? Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like a Netflix movie. Right? Yeah, for real.
1: Uh, Number eight, The First Purge, with 4.9 million.
3: Hmm. I don't know. I I, I want to like those movies a lot, but they just don't ever deliver properly.
1: <laughs> the too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we said all we had to say about The Purge after The Purge came out. Like, really, do we have to make more? The second
3: one was really good. I like Frank Grillo's character. Like, they could have just kept making movies about him, I guess. But, like, this one's not even going to have him in it, so I'm like...
1: Is it neither? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, number seven, the movie Skyscraper came out and uh, made $10.9 million. Oh, Anybody notice about bad. that? Yeah. That's bad. with The
3: Rock, right? Yeah, bad. Yeah, it, it's a Rock movie. I'm not going to watch.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I heard it was horrible. I, seen it. I like I The, I it the Rock. I like the show I think it's a good show. Um, I've liked yeah. some of his movies. I can't wait to see him as Black Adam, for example.
3: Yeah. That's going to be cool. That's the only thing I'm excited for. for But he's
1: come out in so many bad movies recently, which is like, it's it's funny. They're all
3: like
2: disaster type movies where he's the same character over and over. They, well, he's
3: only got the one guy. He can only do the "Oh, some bitch! I'm gonna stick my hand in your ass!" and it's all he ever says in every movie. I've never some seen him bitch. say that,
1: but uh, I never actually. See but he always plays the same kind of like you know cool character. They say something. The you, low the low typical bitch. action star. Some <laughs> you know. yeah. bitch. Like yeah. Is
0: that Wahlberg always a guy from Boston? Uh, say hi to your mom for me.
1: <laughs> I don't know. he's not like a redneck, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna wait for a DVD and Blu-ray on Skyscraper. Number, uh, six, which has uh, made a ton of money, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. God,
3: an awful
1: film. But it's been it's a lot of money. whatever. It's it whatever. brought in 11 million this week. Now, nice. it's made 383 million dollars domestically compared to the last one which made over 600 million, I'm just saying, that's a big chunk of it, you know, it's you know, missing from the, uh, first release, from the first part, and, uh, why they have such a huge drop-off, drop-off, I, I, I don't know if it's maybe because of the director's different, um, but that's a huge drop-off from the first one, so, uh, and it's number six, so it's not going to do much better than what it's done now, uh, it'll probably end up somewhere in the $400 million range, so that's two, it's going to be like around $200 million difference, between this one and the first one, so that's a pretty big number to drop, so they kind of keep an eye on that, Uh, number five on the list, and uh, a great movie, I love this movie, The Incredibles 2, uh, at 11.5 million, if you haven't seen it, watch it, it's a great animated movie, Uh, Disney Buena Vista, you know, Pixar, they... You know, these, they, they've not out of the park almost every time. Uh, 557 million so far. It'll definitely go over the 600 million range domestically, and uh, it's just going to keep, you know, skyrocketing from there a little bit further to the 700 million range. Which, if it reaches 700 million, it's going to be one like, what, 30 other movies to get there? That in itself is pretty epic. So, Incredibles 2, number 5 this week. Let's see, number 4 Four, And I'm surprised it's dropped down this week so far To number 4 Ant-Man and the Wasp Which brought in 60000000 million <laughs> I'm not uh, surprised It's an it's awesome a, movie It's, a, it's, a it's an awesome movie but it's only made $164 million and what, Ant-Man three, four weeks. Not going
2: to make a lot of money It's called Marvel Fatigue People are getting tired of this crap
3: Okay, Snyder cut boy. We hear you.
1: Yeah, you say cool. that, but yet yeah, the Avengers made what? Several billion? Well, Avengers
3: thoughts.
2: was built yeah. was built up far more. And if you remember, the first Aquaman didn't do all that great either. So, there more than one
3: Aquaman.
1: Black Panther made over a billion. I'm just saying, there's no such thing as Marvel. Um, Man. Team. Man's
3: never going to sell well the that's fact what that I he has films is like it's pretty interesting and the fact that there's some of the better MCU movies that are coming out like it's kind of tragic that they don't make the money they should but oh well you can call it whatever you want moving but.
1: forward though the next uh, series of Man and, and Avenger movies are going to be pretty uh, interlocked especially the whole you know deep into the microverse and all that stuff so I mean that's something that we you know I'm surprised this one hasn't made more money than it has, but it's still holding on. It's going to get close to $20 million, uh, which for a movie like Ant-Man, it's not too bad. It's uh, at least a building uh, stepping slow to, uh, to continue forward. And uh, number three on the list this week is the... Num- it was number one last week. The movie Hotel Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation, which proves that the Adam hotel Sandler... Like hotel
2: Tico Herrera.
1: Yeah, that's my boy. Which proves... That uh, Adam Sanders yeah. says, you know. He's likes, in that? Yeah, he sounds like he's an actor, because.
3: I thought that was a cartoon movie.
1: It is. He's the voice of, of oh. Dracula.
3: She's really? Yeah. I've never seen any of them.
1: Well, he's the voice of Dracula. Fun? They're, they're fun movies. So, I mean, at least he has, uh, you know, movies that are hit. That movie's right now at uh, 91 million domestically after a week, so it's not bad. Sony uh, has a semi-hit there. It brought in another 23 million this weekend, so it's on across 100 million pretty soon. It'll probably end up somewhere in the realm of 150, 140, 150 around there, which is pretty good for these kind of films. Uh, number two new this week is Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! Here we go again. They made yeah. a sequel to Mamma Mia? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the Abba musical? Like
3: yeah. Like, yes. They just yes. pick new ABBA songs, like more of them, and did. did or is it based on another uh, band?
0: I, I don't know, cause um, you can't catch me dead in that theater.
1: Yep, i watching. Come
3: on, I know you bump dancing queen when nobody's listening, Jason. Oh, uh, like, he, he I loves that. I told that you queen. that in confidence. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> like, you're an <laughs> asshole. You're an asshole.
0: I told you that
1: in confidence. And number one this week and new at the top ten list with 35.8 million is the Equalizer Two. That movie was amazing. And uh, I got to see it. I haven't amazing. seen it. I saw the original $35.8 million equalizer or two. So there you go, guys. That's the top ten list in the box office this weekend. And, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, the only one that's kind of shocking to me is how fast it's falling is, uh, so for, you know, for all intents and purposes the Jurassic World I thought that was going to have a little bit better legs I thought The Incredibles uh, 2 was going to do a little bit less and it's done really, really, really well um, Ant-Man also kind of surprised me a little bit as it's not doing as well as I thought it was Uh but hey, it is what it is you know, it's funny because we have, what, one, two, three Marvel movies, yeah, three Marvel movies right now in the top uh, 20 list Crazy. <laughs> Ain't talking about Marvel fatigue. I don't know about that. There's like, what, six Marvel movies coming out next year. It's crazy. Man,
3: I, I, I thought I had it, man. I really did because like, I was bummed out like after Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. And then like Ragnarok came out. and It wasn't a film I particularly thought was going to be good. But it just came out as like this just wildly entertaining, retarded film that I just completely love. Isn't, the um, isn't the director of that movie going to take over for Guardians of the Galaxy 3? If he does, then that's the only hope it has. If they don't get him, then the, the Guardians of the Galaxy three has no hope. I don't see. No, if they don't
2: get him, they'll get Ua because Ua is busy campaigning. I would, I would,
3: right. I would watch Ua do Guardians of the Galaxy three because I think he could do it. I think of it'd be man. hilarious. I think it would be epic. And then he could get Alex Jones in the boxing ring finally and whoop his ass. I've been. I want to see that so bad.
1: No, I I, I want to see actually uh, Taika Waititi direct. According to the Galaxy Three.
3: Yeah, that's the. Direction. He's the only. He's oh, the yeah. only guy I could see doing it besides Gunn. And but I mean, going back to what yeah. I was like and then and then um, Avengers Infinity War came out. Oh, I didn't think I'd like that movie at all. I, I was expecting to hate that film. And oh my God, they like, I want a I want a movie for Thor and Rocket. Like Waliki, Tiki, whatever his name. He could just make <laughs> that for me, and I'd be happy. Just the Sweet Rabbit and the Pirate Angel on Space Adventures. That I watched a lot of that
1: just for that name alone deserves a chance to direct any movie he wants yeah, they, I should
3: just let him, they should just let
2: him direct everything
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> name, Look, he put Jeff Coblum in in, in a crazy makeup and a crazy outfit and he was the best he should get an movie. Oscar Yeah, he, he should, was amazing.
3: You should get an Oscar for that
1: Yeah, and it's Jeff Coblum acting all crazy and he was amazing so uh, that alone deserves an Oscar award uh, yeah, I think he should direct the next, uh, at least the next two Guardians of the Galaxy movies It's a, it's a good transition from James Conner, really, that's like, the perfect director Uh, guys, that's it, that's all we have for this week As far as the top ten goes, you guys want to add anything else to the, uh, overall, uh, conversation we're having here?
0: I got a couple of things to say before we go. I had a text from a, a very important person to me that was listening to the show, and they made up a very good point. Um, whether you want to think of it that way or not, um, technically The Rock is this generation's
3: Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: no. There. Yes, Schwarzenegger yeah. Schwarzenegger
3: actually made, like, good movies, and he didn't schlock and them the out Rock, constantly. And The Rock
0: made a couple of good movies,
1: Yeah. Too. Yes. The Scorpion King. No. Rampage. No. Fast Seven. No, but you no no, I but you, you no, but that's not um, fair because you you throwing you throwing like the bad shit out fair. there. That's not cool. Yeah, that's not fair. But I, I, man, I can I can throw you good. I can throw you the Last Action Hero, Batman and Robin.
3: It rock was it. Arnold Schwarzenegger did some bad movies, but like in his. So has The movie. Rock,
1: and everybody makes good, hey, I didn't bad.
3: say I didn't say
0: they were equal. I said it's this generation's. It's the big hulky dude that's always buff, and that's what he plays—a big hulky dude all the time. Yep. That's
2: it. I already's gonna lose all kinds of weight, and he's gonna play some anorexic dude in the movie next year. That's
3: I'm so going to so so run so around so call <laughs> everybody, you bitch! I'm going to your ass.
0: You bitch! I need a sandwich. I need a sandwich.
2: Yeah, sandwich. the movie's going to be called The Stick in the Sandwich. That's what it's going to be called.
0: Oh, nice.
2: I did not done it. that. By the way,
0: Stick in, Stick in the Sandwich is playing a revolution.
2: Um, the club around here. It, uh,
1: awesome. it, it, it does sound like a metal name. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like a a bit, it sounds mean. like
3: a saw band more than a metal the stick band. Stick and the sandwich. Yeah. Like, I can hear, like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! Oh, hell yeah. It like a band yeah, It's a yeah. Yeah. And and sandwich.
1: Yeah. What? on yeah, the man who brought back Jumanji. How dare you guys.
3: Yeah, man. Dude, Jumanji, bro. That was a good movie. Oh, man. Had Jumanji was and great. Black it. That was... Oh. It's a comic against humanity, dude. I can
1: always get Jumanji 2 I'm telling you right now, Jumanji 2 is going to be great.
3: We're like 20 minutes over. I'll watch the Snyder cut of Jumanji (laughs) 2.
1: Yeah, there's that. Then there's that. Uh, Guys, hopefully, we'll be back next week with uh, another round table show. Hopefully, it doesn't take another uh, month and a half or two to get us all back together here. And Zod Rider, hopefully, you're. Not an hour and, tw- and twenty minutes into the show before you get on the air with us, uh, yeah, next maybe. show. Yeah. Not not to pick on you, sir, but there.
3: Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder on the phone before the show, man. We true, were talking to him, true. like we, we were shooting the shit. We were telling him he was giving us. He actually told us a few of the things about the Snyder cut that, like, we won't see now thanks to the Comic Con assholes. But like, you missed it, and we had Snyder on the phone from a direct connection from the library in New York. Yeah, so, you know, legit. A lot. True story. Yeah, except for the fact
2: that you can't get anybody on the phone because of that Skype problem right now, so.
1: Another, another true story, yes. True story number two.
0: Yeah, another true story. But
3: the only <coughs> reason why it broke was sure. because
0: we used all our resources to get the original connection.
3: So, I yes. we hung up the phone. That's when Skype went bad. Boom. That's real news. What Zod said it was fake news,
1: Alrighty then. And uh, with the dog barking in the background, that means we gotta go, cause he's gotta go. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, one thing leads to the other, and it just ends up with me having to clean up his poop, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that, so. Guys, till next oh, week. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> till next week, I gotta take the dog out for a walk, so until next week, we'll be back on, uh, live, hopefully on the round table show, and we'll be able to geek out. Maybe even take your calls. Sorry, 405.
3: Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that was Zack Snyder.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. I was about Zack yeah, Snyder Zack Snyder
3: calling from Oklahoma. The most likely of scenarios. What would he be doing there? Like, does does he live there? Like, just like in uh, just like in uh, San
2: Diego, they said he he said he was in San Diego too, but he wasn't in co- at Comic Con, so who knows? I
3: don't, I don't know. know. Maybe maybe he was hanging out with Drake in New York, man. I don't know. But till yeah, next time, guys. Yeah, I'm, uh, out with I'm over. It's over. <laughs>